0: pull me down gravity pulled me down Hello everybody welcome to the second episode of the Summer Solstice podcast My name is Summer. I'm your host again today. And um, I want to start off each podcast with a fun fact that I found while doing research. And the fun fact of today is that over one million Earths could fit into our sun. I thought that was pretty neat because it sort of put things into perspective for me at least, thinking like how large our sun actually is. Because if you think about you as a person, you are so small compared to our giant earth, and so if there's one million of those that could fit into our sun, it's just mind blowing to think about. Alright, so today we will be talking about the Milky Way galaxy. And as you may know, the Milky Way galaxy is the galaxy that we live in and I want to review what is in our solar system and I will be working my way back from the sun naming all of the large important objects that I think should be pointed out and explained so I will be naming each planet and say how many moons they have because I do think that's something that's really cool to learn about like some planets have no moons and then there's some planets that have like so many and it's just it's kind of surprising to think about. I want to go over what belts are in our solar system. I know there's only two, but I want to talk about those and break them down so that everyone can understand them in a good way. And then I want to talk about the Oort cloud, which is kind of a fun topic. It is so unknown, but I want to try and get out what I know about it. And then I also will do a segment of um, what's happening today so that we can keep up with with what NASA has been learning about outer space and other things that people have found. All right, I'm just gonna jump right into it. I will start at Mercury, and Mercury has zero moons. Next after Mercury is Venus, which also has zero moons. And then after that is us, and we have one moon, which uh, most of us know. (laughs) And then after Earth, there is Mars, which has two moons after Mars, there's Jupiter, which has 79 moons. So that's kind of wild to think about that Mercury could have zero moons and then Jupiter's over here like hogging all of the moons. 79, like that's crazy. So um, then we run into the asteroid belt. So this is, it is exactly how it sounds like. It is a belt in the middle of our solar system. It is in the orbit of Mars and Jupiter. And it is made of small and large rock dust. Um, So this is where our solar system gets its asteroids from. So they come out of the asteroid belt, which is why it is called the asteroid belt. And um, another thing to keep in mind is that there is a dwarf planet in this asteroid belt called Sears. And it is in between Mars and Jupiter, which would make it in the asteroid belt. All right, so continuing to move, we have um, we're moving on to Saturn, which also has a large amount of moons. It has 62 moons. And then um, right after Saturn we have Uranus which has 27 moons. and then Neptune, which is our final planet, it has 14 moons. So you could t- kind of tell that once we move farther away from the Sun, the amount of moons um, increased by a lot. So in the middle at like Jupiter and Saturn, there's a lot more moons versus like, Um, Neptune had 14 and then Mercury which was the very very first planet had zero. So that's just something to think about a little bit. So next right after Neptune is Pluto which you need to remember is a dwarf planet even though I always say I want it to be an actual planet because I think it is just so cute and we finally because of the New Horizons spacecraft which they had um, launched a little while back they had got pictures of it and it's just It's such a pretty dwarf planet. I wish it was a planet, but it's not. So um, Pluto has five moons. And then after Pluto, we run into the Kuiper belt, which is another belt similar to the asteroid belt, but starts at Neptune and works its way out farther into the solar system. And as I said, the New Horizons spacecraft had studied Pluto. It also studied the Kuiper belt. So within the Kuiper Belt, there is space debris, and it is really icy because if you remember, it's pretty far from the sun, so it doesn't get a lot of heat. Therefore, the space debris is pretty icy. And so that is mainly what is within the Kuiper Belt. All right, so I would like to move on to the Oort Cloud, which is extremely unknown. In our solar system the only things we know about it is from little observation that we've done on it and it is often described as a bubble that is around our solar system and it is a working hypothesis so like I said not a lot is known about it all we know is that it is a bubble shape around our solar system that we've seen when taking pictures, we've seen the little circle that is around our solar system, and we don't know where it ends, but we do know that there that's where our solar system gets its comets. So like I said before, asteroids come out of the asteroid belt. We have some icy state space debris from the Kuiper belt, but that's not super important. But then our comets, out of the Oort cloud and if you're wondering how that's spelled it's O-O-R-T and then cloud and so yeah just keep in mind it is super unknown the only things they found about it is this little information here so I do apologize for that (laughs) so like I had mentioned in the beginning I wanted to start a segment of what's happening today so I'll be talking about things that have happened recently that NASA has found Or that anyone else has found. So I want to start this talking about um, an asteroid. So about a little over a week ago an asteroid almost hit us and NASA did not identify it right away which is super scary for us to think about because if we didn't know about this we potentially could have been wiped out which is a scary thought. Clearly. And so I was thinking about what would happen if we were to be wiped out, and I was thinking about the fact that we would need to be able to get to another planet. And I came across this article and it talked about a moon, one of Jupiter's moons, actually. Remember, Jupiter has 79 moons. And so one of Jupiter's moons was said to be able to have life on it. So this moon is called Europa, and um, it was said to have life eight inches below the surface. There was said to be um, an ocean, we're not sure if it's water, but it was supposedly an ocean underneath the surface, which is where that life was. Europa was considered one of the best places in our solar system to support life. And so when we're referring to life, they don't mean the little green guys, they mean um, microbes and other chemicals directly relating to life. So I've likely got you all thinking, well, this is perfect. Why can we not just go to that moon? And it's because on the surface, there's radiation that is poisonous to us. So how we know that this radiation is poisonous is because there are plumes, which shoot up water, so it's actually water under pressure or water that sprays from the ground, and in those plumes there are the microbes and the other building blocks of life that we were talking about a little earlier, and so we were studying how they get sprayed up into the air, and so once they're in the air, the poison is likely to make them die, but a few of them do survive by falling back to the surface and then becoming covered by ice allowing them to live longer. So, all that would have to happen in the future would be a rover or a lander would just have to land onto the surface and go down, like I said, I think it was eight inches down and grab a sample and then bring it back and we could confirm if there was life on the planet. So, NASA actually was talking about in 2022, they were planning to launch a Europa Clipper to Jupiter, which would be a close flyby that would try to obtain samples from underneath the surface so that they could bring it back and study it. All right, everyone, that is all that we have for today. I hope that I was able to break everything down for you and make it more easy to understand for everybody. Please, if you have any questions, feel free to DM me on my Instagram, summers underscore solstice, and give me a follow. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you have the greatest day. Keep smiling. Love you all.